Amen? Let's give a clap offering to Jesus Christ. The Lord is good. How many of you love God? I love God because His goodness endures forever. Hallelujah. I want to kick this, kickstart this message with a special number to appreciate the goodness of God. Sister, please. Let's put our hand together for Jesus. I've been held in your hand From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful All my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I will see of the goodness of God I love your voice you have led me through the fire and darkest night. You are close. Yes, all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will see of the goodness. Of God, your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid out, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid out, I surrender now. I give you It's running after me Cause all my life you have been faithful Yes, all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am made I will sing of the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Can you feel the presence of God? Every breath that you are able. God bless you, Sister Ian. Interestingly, today is your birthday. <laughs> the Spirit of God is one. When I decided to call you for this, I never knew today is your birthday. For every breath that you are able, God will always good to you in Jesus' name. 
The same thing with you. For every single breath that you are able to take, God will always be good to you in Jesus' name. But on terms and conditions. Hallelujah. Amen? Who remember the precept for the year? Return to? The precept for the year. We don't remember? Yes, say it. Okay. Precept for the year is taken from the book of Zechariah, chapter 9, verse 12a. There's a key word there. Return to the stronghold, you prisoner of hope. What is the key word there? Key, sentence, key phrase or return to the... That is our topic today. If you want God to be good to you, if you really want the goodness of God, return to where? To the stronghold. That is our subject for today, the topic for today. Proverbs 18 verse 10 says... Proverbs 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are what? They are saved. Yesterday we were with Friday's teachers rejoicing with them. And that reminded me of something that when I was in Sunday school, one of the stories that I will never forget, I will just say a phrase now, maybe you are going to remember, I don't know. It reads as follows. I will arise and go to my father. And I will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Do we remember the story? That is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 15, verse 18 and 19, I just read. This is the story of the prodigal son. He was not just called prodigal son. He was called prodigal son because of what? He lavished all the money that was, whatever possession that was given to him. That was why he was called the prodigal son. But he wanted God to be good to him. He wanted his father or his parent to be good to him. And he thought within himself, I hold for him to survive. So today, you want God's goodness to remain with you? Return to where? To the stronghold. Now, what are stronghold? Stronghold are fortified place or a fortress, a place of survival or a refuge. In the Old Testament, a stronghold was a fortified dwelling used as a means of protection from an enemy. Example is that we found David hid from King Saul in wilderness, in stronghold of Horesh. Let's turn to 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 14. 1 Samuel 23, 14. And David stayed in strongholds in the wilderness and remained in the mountains in the wilderness of Zip. Saul sought him every day, but God did not deliver him into his hand. Jump to verse, 20, verse 19. Then the Ziphites came up to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is David not hiding with us in strongholds in the woods, in the hills of Hakilah, which is on the south of the Jeshimon? Now, this type of stronghold were physical structure. Maybe somewhere in the cave, there's a city in Nigeria they call Abel Kuta. That is where the people run to during the war. Before the enemy could climb there to attack them, they already get the enemy. So that is a, that is a stronghold that the, the, that city makes use of. So it's normally around the mountain side. That is what they make use. And it's always very difficult to assault whosoever is within that place. So a stronghold can be a source of protection. From the evil, as in the case of the Davids, as we have just seen now, the Lord becomes a stronghold when we get closer to him. When we go to him, he, he became a 
Stronger hold. That is why this year you are being reminded, preset for the year. Return to the stronghold, you prisoner of hope. A stronghold can be a source of defense for devil influence in our life. But when the Holy Spirit lives in you, it is a stronghold against evil thought. So, brethren, remain stronghold. You will never decide. When you, re- when you remain in the stronghold of God, you will never reside in the stronghold of Satan in Jesus' name. And with that, the goodness of God will always follow you. Amen? If you look at the promise for this week, how many of us remember? Which book? God bless you. We are not just saying this as a routine. We want to say it to be registered in your heart. That's Leviticus 26, verse 6. Let's read it again. I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none will make you afraid. Stop there, brother. And he said, I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none will make you afraid. That is a fortified place. It's a strong where? It's a stronghold. And that is the assurance that God is also giving to you. Pastor was not aware about my message when God ministered this to him. Read on. I will rid the land of evil beasts, and the sword will not go through your land. It means there will be no war wherever you are. Either physical or spiritual war. There will be no war. Why? Because the goodness of God is with you. Because you are within where? A stronghold. All my life, I've been faithful because of goodness of God. Do not stand in the stronghold of Satan. We, in Nigeria, we used to pray this kind of prayer. Every stronghold in my life pulled down. What type of stronghold do you think we are talking about? That is the, the kind of stronghold that devil has put you into. The kind of sin that you are, commit, you are committing that you find it difficult to pull out. It's a stronghold. You just have to make sure that you are not entrapped in that type of in that type of bondage. If you are addicted to something, it's a stronghold of devil. You are addicted to negative things. Something you promise yourself. I will never do this. But one way or the other, again you find yourself doing that. That is stronghold of who? of Satan. May you never find yourself there in Jesus' name. And if you are there, I'm telling you right now, take decision. Return to the stronghold of God. Book of Nahum, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 7. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. A stronghold in the day of trouble. The Lord is good, the goodness of God. For the goodness of God to follow you, terms and conditions, you must remain in his stronghold. Read it again, brother. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who trust in him. Again, if you are moving to the stronghold of God, you need to trust him. Trust is the key. It's not one leg in and one leg out. Don't be in a, in a confused state. Be in one side. Trust him. That Lord, I'm already in your stronghold. Nothing can pull you out. Amen? And what am I saying here? When you return to the stronghold of God, you can safely watch the frustration and destruction, destruction of your enemies. You will sit comfortably. They will be fighting themselves. You will see what God will do. The stronghold of God is a refuge from fierce fierce attackers. Let's look at Psalm 59, verse 8 to 10. Psalm 59, verse 8 to 10. But you laugh at them, Lord. You will laugh at them because you are in the stronghold of who? Of God. Okay? You scoff at all those nations. You are my strength. God is your strength. 
I watch for you. Mm-hmm. You, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. God will go before me and will let me gloat over those who slander me. That God will go before you. For the goodness of God, we always follow you. But the terms and conditions what? Return to his stronghold. From the stronghold of God, we can joyfully praise him for his strength and loving kindness. That's why I love that song that Sister Ian sang. I'm sure that when he, she was singing the song, she will remember that today is my birthday. And it's also giving praise to God. And within you, I know something is telling you within your heart, within your mind, that the Lord is good. What time? God bless you. Still at that Psalm 59, let's look at verse 16 and 17 in Good News Translation. Psalm 59, verse 16 and 17. But I will sing about your strength. I will sing about your when. Read on. But I will sing about your strength. Every morning I will sing aloud of your constant love. Thank you. Stop there. You see when sister was singing, you can see the passion. You can see the love. In fact, I was sitting down here. I closed my eyes because I'm already seeing myself in the stronghold of who? Of God. What about you? I noticed that some sisters were moved, they stood up. They faced the presence of God. And many of you also, I noticed that even though you are sitting down, but you can feel the presence of God. Read on, brother. You have been a refuge for me, a shelter in my time of trouble. Shelter in the time of trouble, okay? I will praise you, my defender. My refuge is God, the God who loves me. The turn to the stronghold. It's about trust. You can't can run to somebody's house you want to think that you, he will deliver you, he will save you. And you, you begin to still doubt and be peeping that maybe whosoever is pursuing you is behind you. Relax. Once you enter into the, the presence of God, just relax. The promise of the week, he said no sword will pass through the land. When you are in the stronghold of God, no sword. We pass through wherever you are in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, difficulty comes in all shapes and sizes. Sometimes it is drastic tragedy. It may be a chaos. Even managing your life, it might be something like that. You get confused. Return to where? To the stronghold. You prisoner of hope. Again, Friday class, I will still return back to the teachers. Let's give a clap offering to the teachers. To the teachers of Friday class, whether they are here or wherever they may be. Up to now, I'm still remembering my Sunday school teachers. Because beautifully, they are telling our story when I was young. They will tell us in the way that we will be thinking You'll be able to feel sure that you are there. You see everything in illusion. You'll be seeing the picture of what they are telling you. Example. When my teacher was telling us about the crossing of the Red Sea, she made us, she made us understand that Moses and Pharaoh, they were fighting, they were fighting, they were into struggle. That picture is still in my head. And the command... Now, the rest is open. She said that it is not just a narrow path. A wider aspect like football feed. That was what she planted in our head then. That it was as wide as football feed. Just go fear. As a kid. Give clap offering to every Sunday school or Friday teachers. God bless you all. There are many Bible stories about trusting God and each one hold important lesson. The narrative portrays individuals who face frightening circumstances, overwhelmed challenges, and impossible odds, but they remember their stronghold and find the strength to place their faith in God.
It is normal to feel, to feel fear and anxiety in the moment of suffering. Yes, you may get confused. Even during the time of difficulties, you may be afraid. But remember to go back to your stronghold. God will definitely be there to receive you. God help you and you will overcome those negative emotions in Jesus' name. So, what is your stronghold today? It's God. Whenever there is any form of threat, remember to return to the stronghold of uh, God. It's a safe place where you consider to be secure. Anytime there is a threat, physical, spiritual, remember to place everything before God. Let's look at an example of what happened in the scripture where the kind of stronghold that happened. I'm linking this to my Sunday school, what I've learned during the Sunday school. Jesus turned water into wine. I will tell you why it is a stronghold decision that was making. We look at the account of John, chapter 2, 3 to 10. John, chapter 2. John chapter 2, 3 to 10. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Stop there, brother. Now, look at this story. The woman, who is the woman in this case? The, the Mary, mother of Jesus. Ask that question, what does your... No, he told Jesus Christ that they have no wine. And Jesus said to, the, to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not come. Do you know the funniest thing? The mother did not even bother to answer that. She just faced the disciples. Whatever he said, please do it. Because she realized that Jesus Christ is a stronghold to make it happen. There should have, maybe should have been, if, if you are doing functions, you are doing something, and something suddenly finished, you may get confused. The, the mother of Jesus realized this and know that, oh, my son is a stronghold to fall back to. And what happened? Informed the mother. What happened next? Now they were set there. Okay, let's jump it because of our time. I need not to teach you again. If you don't know that story, meet Brother Ken. He will ask one of the teachers to tell you the story. Amen? Brother Ken is the leader of a Friday's class. So I will not go much into that. The mother realized that, yes, the stronghold at this time is my son. And asked them to go to him. This is awesome. And the problem was solved. Even though, by the time they tested it, they were accusing the, maybe the bride or the, the master of ceremony. What is going on? Why you have not brought out this one before? This means when you return to the stronghold of God, the best will always come. Because that very day, it was the best what? I need a reply from you. Best what? I will ask Brother Ken to tell you the story if you are not responding. The best wine, your best has not come. Amen? Just make sure the times and conditions there is what? Return to the stronghold. If you are not responding, we are not living today. I don't want to talk to myself. Or maybe I should be calling names now. Okay. So that is within five minutes, an instance. Jesus commanded, and everything happened. So, who say your best cannot come out? Just approach your stronghold. Your best will surely come out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's move to another story in the scripture. I told you, I'm making use of my Sunday school experience. Deborah. How many of you have heard the story of Deborah? Okay, if you don't know, don't worry, Brother Kenny. After the service, see him. 
see Brother Ken after the service. Trusting God through the demand of life. I won't know the kind of chaos you have been going through. Trusting your godly stronghold will guide you to victory. And that's exactly what happened in the case of Deborah. Deborah was one of the amazing, amazingly talented people who seemed to be able to do it all. She was a leader, a judge, a prophetess, a wife, and a mother. Who is saying the sister cannot do what the brother is doing? They will do better. Right, sister? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Along with that, Deborah was very courageous. She led the people to battle. Some sisters are here. If anything happened to their home, maybe the, the brother is confused. Oh, relax. God is on top of everything. That is when they will cool. Some of us are like that. Maybe also I'm like that. That my wife will say, no, calm down. Everything is working. Some sisters are built like Deborah. But you need to realize your experience. You need to realize the God-giving talent. Amen? Deborah's people, this Israelite, has its dysfunction just like many of the nations today. But hers was bigger because war was coming. We can look at her as an example of how to handle chaos of our daily life. Let's see briefly, George, the book of George, chapter 4, verse 14 and 15, NIV. Judges? Judges, yes. Chapter 4, verse 14 and 15. Then Deborah said to Barak, Go, this is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Has not the Lord gone ahead of you? So Barak went down Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. At Barak's advance, the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and army by the sword. And Sisera got down from his chariot and fled on foot. You see, the stronghold of Deborah is God. That is why he, 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 she directed Barak and said, Go, this is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hand. She commanded. She commanded that go. Because she realized that her stronghold is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of who? The God of Jacob. So, Deborah believed and trusted God in a way that can be hard for us to do today. God was real and present in her life. She believed that victory was already her true God. Who is saying those difficult things you are facing that it cannot be resolved? I'm commanding you now that go. God will hand over the victory to you in Jesus' name. So if you have the strong belief that God is your stronghold, no matter the circumstances, you will overpower, you will overcome every difficulties in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Because God is on your side. All you need to do is to move in into the, to move into where? Stronghold. Hallelujah. We know that uh, how Deborah was de de uh, described in the scripture as a mother. It was described. If you, don't, if you want to know that, you can check that in Judges 5-7. You will see that there. I want you to pause at this time. I want you to think deeply. What are the areas of your life that overwhelm you the most? Think deeply now. And begin to commit it to God that God, these are the areas that I want you to move me to your stronghold. Be prepared. Prepare yourself. What is one thing that you could do to make God move a part of your daily life? One of those things is to confess your sins. Confess your sins, just like that prodigal son, and move to the stronghold. Hallelujah. Let's go to another example. 
from the scripture. This time around, we move to the New Testament. Zachariah and Elizabeth. This one, go back to your stronghold and trust God when a desire is unfulfilled. You have been praying about many things. God has been giving you sign that yes, it will happen. It will happen, but it's not happening. All you need to do, go back to where? To the stronghold. They desire not coming to fulfillment or delay. Sometimes can be discouraging. The story of Zachariah and Elizabeth are a sample of people who understand desire unfulfilled. The same thing with you. If there's any desire in your heart that have not been fulfilled. The, having this may cause even headache, it might cause headache for you because you keep thinking about it. You keep thinking, why has it not happened? Why is it not happening? Just remain within the stronghold. This story, according to Luke, is in the story of Luke. We are not going to go through the story. When you read Luke 1, 5, 7, and so on. Just read that book, you will see the story there. What am I saying here is that maybe you have been denying what you have wished for, for a long time. Maybe it is a lingering health situation that won't go away. Doctor have said your BP is high, your sugar level is high. You begin to think about it. There's this saying that says, cowards die before they are dead. Don't be a coward. Take the bull by the horn. Return to the stronghold of God. And I'm assuring you, God is there waiting for you. Zachariah and Elizabeth understand. They also understand how to remain faithfully while waiting on God. They know this. The inspiring thing about Zachariah and Elizabeth is their ability to recognize that God is their stronghold. This also you need to recognize that, that God is your stronghold and continue to trust him. And that unfulfilled desire will be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. We know that trust God. We know when Zachariah and Elizabeth trusted God, and God answered them. And the same thing will happen to you in Jesus' name. You know the angel show up. I will not go into that story again. You don't know much. Go back to Brother Ken. He will take you to Friday class. Amen. Let's move on. But before we move on, let's pause and again and reflect on this. What are you desire for? Are you honest with yourself about your desire also? Are you honest with God as well? Are you honest that God can do it? Do you have the belief? Or have you quitting belief that God hears your prayer? Are you confused? Are you in a dilemma? Are you in a point of you don't know what to do? I'm assuring you, return back to the stronghold and God will answer you in Jesus' name. Think about this. Have you found yourself slipping into the dark shadow because of fear? One thing you need to do, isolate every negative thinking. Isolate every unbelief. Isolate loss of passion towards God. They call for prayer. You are simply saying, oh, that is how they do. It's the intercessory prayer on Thursday. It's only for the intercessory ministry. No. Even if you don't have prayer requests, come and stand in the gap for others. And God will continue to help you in Jesus' name. So, brethren, return to God's stronghold. Let me move on to another story. Today is uh, uh, Brother Ken. Today is Friday class to the, to the congregation here. So I'm talking about the story of your class. Teachers, apology to you. Let's talk about the woman healed by Jesus. Now, this is what I said here. Trusting God is taking risk despite the pain. You want to move back to the stronghold. You need to, at times, you may have to take the risk. You may have to be desperate that, yes, I must. 
In that story is the book of Mark. Again, I don't want to go back to that story. We know that people from all over, the Bible used the word multitude. They were there. And this woman for 12 years has been having the chronic bleeding issue. We know what it is. A sister, maybe for five days, sometimes it's very painful. Not talk of somebody 12 years. Let's give a clap offering to our sisters. God bless you, sisters. So, return back to the stronghold. This woman with issue of blood, she has visited so many doctors, so many, spent so much about this. But the day she took that decision, that yes, she took the bull by the horn, that very day was the day she returned to the stronghold of Jesus Christ. And that was the day that she was healed. What is that thing that is giving you fear? To go before the man of God and say, this is the area of my life that I've been having issues. Take decision. At times, you may not even go directly to pastor to any man of God. Go on your knees. Go on your what? On your knees. And tell God that this is the area. Use the woman of issue of blood as point of contact. If she can do this, you can also do. Remove the shame. Sometimes, if you go, okay, let's do it this way. If you go to doctor, if you are not telling the doctor exactly the problem, he won't know what to diagnose. He won't know the type of test to carry out on you. You need to take the shame away. Go to God and confess that, Lord, I am here. You are my stronghold. These are the areas that my shoe is giving me blistering at the leg. Hallelujah. Amen. When you do this, God is always at work. He will take out whatever be the ailment in you in the mighty name of Jesus. That woman found the stronghold and approached that stronghold and everything changed. Return to the stronghold. Every difficulty in your life will change in Jesus' name. Amen. I will still read one verse there. That is that, uh, I think uh, that is Luke 5 or Mark 5 now. Let's read verse 20, 27 and 28. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. And immediately, the bleeding stopped. That's if you continue that way. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, you know, there's something hidden there. Either she was afraid, Either she doesn't want people to know what her problem is. She just decided that if I could touch, and Jesus knew that something has happened also. Right? The authority is there. Just look for the ends of the garment. Difficult to find, right? Prayer is the key. Pray unto God. Prayer is the key. Go to the scripture. Read the right part. And link it together to that problem. Take that decision within your heart. If I just read this scripture and I pray, I'll be healed. The same thing. Return to the stronghold of God. And God will be with you in Jesus' name. Although this woman in this passage was not named, her story of faith is unforgettable as I'm saying it now. It inspired me. I don't know of you. It's an inspiring story. God will always be with you in Jesus' name. All you need to do is to take the bold risk to believe that Jesus has the power, to believe that when you pray, God will answer your prayer. Amen? She stepped out of the shadow. You also can step out of the shadow. 
Don't think about what people are going to say. People will always say something. People will always complain. Whether you are good to them or you are the otherwise. People will always do what? They will always do what? Complain. They work in public complain. People will always complain. Be focused. Take the bull by the horn. Take the risk. Remove the shame. And solution will come in Jesus' name. Now, let's pause and reflect on this. Does the condition of your head, I will break it down, physical, mental, or emotion, affect your faith? How do you respond to, how do you respond when things don't go well? How do you respond? Look at this story of this woman and do what? Return to the stronghold of God. God will be with us in Jesus' name. Let's move on to another story. Today is Friday class for the adults. Moses, trusting God when there is no way out and always inquire from God. We know from Moses' story, okay, before then, difficult times can lead us to a point where we feel like we are back the world, the world now. There is no way out. You'll be thinking there's no way out. When the children of Israel, when they got to the Red Sea, I'm sure many of them, even the Bible recorded, they were complaining. You should have allowed us to die there. Why are you bringing us here? Your situation can also be like that, that you cannot move forward and you cannot go backward. But just remember that you have to go back to the stronghold. I don't know what is chasing you like the wall of Pharaoh. I don't know what is chasing you like the war chariot of Pharaoh and his horsemen or his army. I don't know. Whatever it may be. All I'm telling you now is that return back to the living God. He is your stronghold in the time of trouble. And that's exactly what Moses has done. Let's listen to what Moses said to the people when he knew the stronghold of the stronghold was with them. The stronghold of stronghold was with them. Exodus 15, verse 13 and 14. Exodus 14, sorry. Exodus 14. 13, verse 13 and 14. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm telling you, brother, whatever is chasing you like the, the, the uh, Pharaoh's army, don't be afraid, yes? Stand firm. Remain firmly on your ground. And you will see the deliverance the Lord you will bring you today. You are going to see what God will do for you. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Now, understand something clearly. The Egyptian doesn't mean the current Egyptian. The trouble. The problem. That thing that looks like mountain. Like all this mountain of Muscat beside you. The bulldozer of heaven is ready to pull them down. That's exactly the assurance that Moses has given that those things you are seeing, you will never see them again. Read on. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. God will only fight for you when you remain in the stronghold. If you are very far, a father can only defend the child when he's there. Have you seen where the hawk want to take the chickens, the fowl, the small, small chickens? It's coming, you see, she quickly defend those little chicks. The same way, that small fowl is able to do that because the chicks are within the area. If they are very far, it may not be possible. The same way, don't be too far from God. Remain in his stronghold. One thing I want you to know, don't think you have to come to the church and sleep. No. In your heart, get that assurance that what? God is here. Amen? So that means the stronghold of God is right here with you as you sit down. And where you go, it does what? It goes with you. Amen? So Moses told them, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be 
still. I'm also telling you that Lord will fight for you. You need only to remain in his where? Stronghold of God. Difficulty times will happen to us. Though it is easy to get afraid, yes. If you are thinking you are strong, you will never get afraid. I'm telling you, you have not seen trouble. Example, suddenly you see a snake. No matter how strong you are, you will first jump up. Right? Even some of us, we see spider, we start running. <laughs> Difficulties will come. But when you have this stronghold of stronghold behind you, in your heart, you will never know any difficulties in Jesus' name. Again, let's pause and reflect. Do you believe your difficult situation can be opportunity for God to, for God to come through? Do you have that belief? What type of prayer do you need to have to change your mindset on difficulties? To see it as God having your right where he wants to see it as God having you right where he wants you to be. Think of it. You want the goodness of God, as we have sung from the beginning. Remain where? In his stronghold. David embraced difficulty times because he believed his future was in the hand of God. I don't want to go to the story of David. There are a lot of areas. There are a lot of examples where David remained. If you read the book of Psalms, you will know that David understands what the stronghold is. You too believe that God can do it for you. Believe that God can perfect it for you. All you need to do is to remain within the stronghold. And this stronghold is like a, it's like a snail shell. Whenever there is anything coming to snail. How many of us know snail? Snail. Edible snail. Yeah, snail. Or, okay, let me, tortoise. We know tortoise? Okay, if anything is coming, you, yeah, when you have the stronghold, that is exactly what will happen. Involuntarily, everything, will, even yourself, you won't know. When we were young, we used to watch one film, Fantastic Four. I don't know how many of you who have watched it. There's one of them that something will shield him whenever there is trouble. The same way the God protection is working on you. The moment trouble is coming, because God is already there, you are within the perimeter of his stronghold in your heart. That trouble is coming, it will shield you and protect you in Jesus' name. But is your faith based on the outcome of your difficult situation? How can you trust that? Whatever happens, it is God who still loves and guides you. Do you have that within your mind? God loves you. Amen? He loves you. He wants you to be within the stronghold of him. But the decision is in your hand. You have to take that decision. Let me go back to, since we still have time, because I've jumped many things, story which I want to take you through. Let me go back to another story in the Old Testament now. Jacob. Return to your stronghold of God when you have messed up. We all mess up. Right? You are thinking you don't mess up. Sometimes something you say you will not do, you will do it. i give you an example. Okay, I'm not going to overspeed. Sometimes you are... What happened? <laughs> you mess up because you are going to pay fine. <laughs> Camera will catch you. So we all mess up. Jacob messed up. I will go to that story because we still have few time. If you ever want to feel better about your own, about your own flaws and mistakes, go and read the story of Jacob. It's a perfect example of someone in the Bible who keeps messing up, causing conflict, acting selfish, selfishly, right? Self, my teeth. You understand what I want to say? Yes. You understand? But despite this many flaws, God still shoots him for something special. Who said that the position you are now, that God cannot choose you? 
You may mess up. You may be like a filter garment before God. But when you return back to the stronghold, he's going to make use of you. Amen? When Jacob was young, he had a relationship with his brother Esau. That relationship was very complicated that time. Number one thing. Friday, Tisha, if I jump anything, please remind me after the service. He stole Esau's birthright and deceived their father into giving him the blessing that was meant for Esau. That's correct? Thank you for the pass mark. Then, after being away from home, Jacob finally head back once he heard his brother Esau was coming to meet him. He got afraid because of what he has done. Are you afraid of what you have, the sin you have committed also? Listen to this story. Though Jacob has grown and mature in a lot of way over the years, he was now forced to face the consequence of his sins. He felt guilty within his own mind of what he has done. He remembered the stronghold and pressed forward and prayed. Let's look at Genesis 32. Verse 9 to 12. Quickly. Genesis chapter 32, verse 9 to 12. Then Jacob prayed. He God, prayed. O God of my father Abraham. He remembered the God of his father Abraham. And what? God of my father Isaac. And that of Isaac. Lord, you who said to me, go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. Thank you. Stop there. God directed him, go back to your country, your relative and I will make you prosper. God is telling you, go back to the stronghold that God will make you prosper in Jesus' name. Read on. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed this Jordan, but now I have become two camps. Thank you. Here, what I will say here is that when you are coming to this land, I'm sure you come with only your traveling bag, right? If you are going back now, you might be going back with containers. Am I, is it true? That means you also prosper in this land. Amen? Many of us, we come as single. Sister Veronica. Yes, I'm brother Nelish. Nilesh, they came single. If they are going back now, both hands they will carry something. God has multiplied them. There are a lot of you, you came here single, but when you are going back, God has blessed you with children. Return back to that stronghold. It is the privilege that God has given unto us. So, Jacob also was saying, I'm unworthy of all this kindness. What he's saying there is that he, he appeared to be comfortable with the position in complacency, right? Appeared to be comfortable with that position, but God is still telling him, return back. I'm assuring you the position you are. Now, when you return back, it will be greater in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Read on, brother. Save me. I pray from the hand of my brother Esau. Ah, now he remember what he has said. You know why he's afraid now? He says, save me, deliver me. Because of what? His brother, of what he has done. Okay, read on. For I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper, and will make you descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. Okay, I will start the story there. If you want more, please approach uh, Brother Kenneth. Let's jump to Genesis 33, uh, verses 4 to 9. Genesis 33, verse 4 to 9. But Esau ran to meet Jacob. Now, now they were coming. They are able to see each other. Okay, what happened? But Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they wept. Stop there. And they do what? They wept. Because they have not seen themselves for years. 
Jacob was afraid, but the senior brother, not that he is senior, and acted like a senior and mature brother, and wept. The rest of the story, Esau starts asking questions. Who are these? Who are these? Who is that? Who is that? And what happened? Let's jump to verse 8. You can read the other part of the story yourself. Esau asked, What's the meaning of all these flocks and herds I met? To find favor in your eyes. That is what Jacob said, that to find favor in your eyes. And what happened? And he said, but Esau said, I already have plenty, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. You see, when you realize who or what your stronghold is, even your enemies will be at peace with you. Amen? Amen? Amen. Jacob was thinking differently. But because God directed him, he remained within the perimeter of God's stronghold. And what happened? He was so afraid of Esau. And Esau said, I had enough. Please keep that for yourself. Your enemy will be at peace with you. They will celebrate with you. In Nigeria, we say they will eat, eat, and have takeaway when they are celebrating you. When you invite them to meet you at McDonald's because you are celebrating what God has done, they will eat, 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 and do what I requested. Can I have some takeaway? This is your enemy. Why? Because you remain the stronghold of God. Amen? So, your enemy will be at peace with you when you remain in the stronghold of God. Let's move on. I'm rounding up now. Hannah. How did Hannah deal with real issue of her life? She remembered her trusted stronghold and she prayed. That's what she did. It's happening in Shiloh. She remembered, keep telling God, yes. Even to the extent that they were thinking she was drunk. But the Lord is good. I don't know what you are passing through. I'm reminding you now, remain in the stronghold of God and he will perfect everything for you in Jesus' name. I started with the prodigal son. I'm not telling you that story because I know you all know it. And if you see that after this prodigal son realized he messed up, again, Luke 15, 18 to 19, brother. Okay, I read from here. He said, I will arise, go to my father, and we said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and before you, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your higher servants. But what happened? He was joyfully received. Don't think about how you have messed up. I told you Jacob messed up. This prodigal son also messed up. Whatever be the mess up you mess up, God is ready to receive you. I want you to reflect on this. How do you respond when faced with the consequence of your mistake? Think about the prodigal son. Think about the Jacob. Do you run against defensive? Do you shut down? Do you feel ashamed to take your feeling to God? Never do any of this. God does want, doesn't want you to be held back by your past. He wants you to move on. He wants to help you. He wants to be with you. Brothers and sisters, return to the stronghold of God. What fear that is holding you back from taking action? What is holding you back? The song we have sung, if you all remember, that song, The Goodness of God. When you appreciate the love of God, you will always love God. I love you. I love you, God. I've been held in your hand 
From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head And I will see Of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am made And I will sing of the goodness of God Let's sing it together I love your voice You have led me through the fire And darkest night You are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God with your voice all my life yes you do and all my life you have been so so good with every breath that I am made and I will see of the good you let's thank the Lord for the time that we have spent in his presence his goodness is running after us that's why he daily loads us with his words it's a time to say Lord thank you thank you for running after me thank you for retrieving me thank you for the gift of salvation God is good to us that's why he can give us a message like this telling us to come back to the stronghold. Where you have been lost, come back. That's what God is saying today. Like the prodigal son, he had to move from a different stronghold and come back to God. It started in his mind. Because we are fighting a war in the mind, he made a decision. Wherever you are, just look at your heart. What stronghold do you need to leave? What do you need to leave? Ask God to give you the strength to leave that stronghold and come back to Him. Ask Him to forgive you. Where you have gone wrong, ask Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm willing to rededicate my life and come back to you and come back to the stronghold that you have kept me. Because the Lord has been good. He's reaching out to you. His hands are wide open. Say, come to me. And believe. And believe. As God, he have come back. God will receive you like that father that received the prodigal son. And it will be well with you. In Jesus' name. Just continue to pray. Thank the Lord for the pastor, Francis. Father Lord, we thank you for our pastor. We thank you for using him to give us this clear message where you want us to be. Where he has taken from, Father Lord, we ask that you replenish. His hope this year, Father Lord, shall not be cut short. All that he has desired this year shall come to pass. As he has blessed us, he too shall be watered in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for his family also. All the children are not here and the one that is here, Father Lord. There shall be a source of joy unto him.
I pray, Father Lord, that his ministry will not be difficult. It shall come easy. He shall have destiny help us. Whatever his hands are put to do shall be blessed. Thank you, Father Lord. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. I pray for the congregation today, Father Lord, that have been here today. Father Lord, as they have been blessed, Father Lord, as they have moved to your stronghold, Father Lord, all their prayers will be answered in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for someone that is trusting for something today, Father Lord, that it shall be answered in the mighty name of Jesus. And so shall it be. We commit the program tomorrow, Father Lord, as all the plans have been made, Father Lord, that it shall be a success. We shall go in safety and we shall come back in safety. And your name alone will be glorified. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. As we depart here, Father Lord, we pray for your presence to go with us. All the activities of the day, Father Lord, that you abide with us. And we shall be blessed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Before we share the grace, just two announcements. Tomorrow there will be medical teams there. People in the church have volunteered. If by chance your medical personnel and the committee has not reached out to you, please meet them so they can tell you what will happen tomorrow and your own role tomorrow. I believe that God will be there, but we also have to make plans for health and safety by the grace of God. Also, please, from now on, we'll be exiting to this side, not on the left side. You'll notice on the right side there's a shade, isn't it? We have to move to the stronghold of a shade. So the sun will not hit us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So always we're going to move here. The crowd that's coming is less. So we're going to have the opportunity to be able to fellowship under the shade. And it's better for us to start now and consolidate before the heat comes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you will exit on my right side. Let's share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Have a blessed Friday.